from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. All right, we are here at the Wildcat Sports Pub, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. We are on Facebook Live on facebook.com backslash live now DT. We're hanging out here with the West Genesee girls soccer team. Many soccer teams here, freshmen, JV, varsity. Can you give yourselves a round of applause right now? Show yourselves some love. You deserve it. Coach said things are going pretty good right now. We have John McCloskey here with us, the head coach of the varsity team for West Genesee and the Wildcats. Coach, how are you doing today? Um, great. Appreciate you uh, inviting us on to your show, and uh, girls are really excited. Absolutely. And, Coach, first and foremost, just what you could say, I mean, they, nine years for you, ten overall at West Jenny. What's it been like? What's what's a de- I mean, a decade, that's a, that's a good body of work. What's it felt like so far? It makes me feel old is the first thing I'd say. But, okay. Um, it's it's been a a pleasure i mean it's been besides my family it's been the pride of my life to work with um a community like this a group of of girls that obviously changes from from year to year but also um you kind of get a sense that there's something about this community that creates great athletes great student athletes yeah um we've got girls that are i think our team average last year was like a 94 or 95. um it's it's just such a pleasure and such an honor to be able to work with a community like this, with girls like this, and parents like this, um, I love it. And for you to be in this community, I mean, obviously the West Genesee community over the last few years has been pretty amazing to wake up call with Dan Satora, a rather uh, incredible. And I've learned what it means to be a Wildcat. I've learned what it means to be around West Jenny. What can you say about the community and how you would describe the community? Because I wanted this show to be about them. And then the parents and the grandparents and the aunts and the uncles and the siblings and the boosters and the alumni, everybody shows up and shows that love. And it's really uh, quite easy for West Genesee to show that support, at least from my point of view. No, I think you're right. I, I grew up in Tully, which is a, it's a great small school with a great um, academic and athletic culture. But when I came to West Genesee, there was, there was such a, an infrastructure that is built into the school around um, athletics that it, it really kind of stunned me. Yeah. Um, all the way from the relationship that you have with like the municipal um, parks and rec kind of hiring varsity coaches to run programs throughout the summer yeah. um, to the parent involvement. I mean, I mean, we've got tonight's a perfect example. We're celebrating a fundraiser that we've been doing all year. Um, it's a golf ball drop that we're doing on, on senior night on Wednesday versus Baldensville. And, um, you know, Dee Dee Van Allen, who is the mother of one of our senior players, has really tackled the whole thing. I've hardly done a thing at all. And yeah. just to be able to focus on coaching and, and teaching the game as opposed to all the, all the other things that go into running a great sports program, it's such a, a pleasure and an honor to have parents in a community and a school that support you in a way like that. It's not like that everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and to, to have that type of support and that type of love and appreciation, you know, every month we're here with Wes Jenny at the Wildcat Sports Pub exclusively and it doesn't matter what the sport is, everybody shows up. You know, the team shows up, and their support system at home shows up and abroad and whatnot, and there's people that watch. You know, there's grandparents and whatnot that can watch from afar. And just, you know, for you, what you've seen over the years about 
what it means to be a Wildcat, maybe how you would describe being a Wildcat. I think first and foremost, there's a certain level of, of pride that um, gets kind of indoctrinated into you right away. Um, we're competitive, but, but never to the point where you lose sight of, of the bigger picture of a, of a kid, of a student athlete, of a kid who's doing stuff in the classroom, but also on the field. It, it's just so well balanced. Um, but, but then there's also that, that competitive piece that's here and it definitely is there. I mean, the, the coaches, all the varsity coaches at West Tennessee, um, we all talk to each other. It, it's a little bit of a fraternity, I think. And um, to, to kind of just piggyback off each other's successes, you and I were just talking about Fred Kent and the basketball team. Yep. Uh, Fred's a good friend of mine, and, and I love talking sports with him. I just love talking about his team and his season, and he likes to do the same with me. And it, it's all just kind of, I, I don't know, it's, it's, one, it's one big pie that has its different pieces, but everybody is connected to each other and everybody supports each other and everybody supports multiple you know, kids playing multiple sports and, and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's, I think it's pretty unique. I do. And, it, and it's very special. And, you know, to, uh, I guess I, I want to put him on the hot seat cause he'll be here eventually, but I put him on the hot seat. Now tell me something about Fred that maybe we wouldn't know. He's a terrible golfer. He's a terrible golfer. All right, I'm going to back up. He was a terrible golfer. Okay, he's better now? He's much better now. You made me feel better when you said he was terrible because he, I, he I'm not He would not deny guy. this. He would not deny this. But I he, mean, he and I play a lot of golf. The yeah. guy works so hard on his golf game. He's, he's come a long, long way. Uh, but if you next time you interview him, ask him about his short game. Just, about his short game. Just ask him about that. Yep. See, I'm really, really good at putting, and I'm a fantastic golf cart driver. <laughs> but getting the ball where it needs to go... That's where it's captain and crew um, for me. Yeah, so. that's only a small part of the game, I guess. But yeah, yeah, just just to drive it. And there's something about being on the tee that I just I don't enjoy by any stretch of the imagination. I hear you. I'm so I. You know what? Then if he's got the long game and I got the short game, then may, then we're good. Then maybe that's why he, Fred he and I. Does, he can hit the ball a long way, so okay. you guys could you'd make a good partnership. I think. All right, that's fair enough. So for you this season to to describe the season, kind of where you at, where you're at, where the team's at, you know, just some thoughts. On, as we're here with West Genesee at the Wildcats Sports Pub, West Genesee Wildcats girls soccer, where the team is at this season, just kind of yep. the flow and the pro progression at this point. Yeah, so right now we're sitting at 9-5-1. We have one game left uh, before sectionals begin um, next week. Um, the season began with a, a challenging schedule. We actually started 0-2. We played JD and New Hartford, who are two very, very good Class A teams. Um, and although it was tough in the, in the sense of our result, I felt like we learned a lot in those first two games. Um, yeah. Made some adjustments, um, but also just kind of tightened down on the things that we knew that we could do better. Um, and I would say that since then, it's, it's been a pretty, I feel like a pretty steady climb upward. Um, just before our, our last game against FM, I think we had won five or six games in a row. Um, played some really quality teams from out of the area. Played the defending um, state champion in the Bs um, in Shenango Forks and, and beat them six to two. Um, beat Elmira, beat a couple of our league opponents a couple times. Um, so, so I feel like it's been a good progression. This is um, it's a special team because there are 16 seniors. Yeah. And by far the most I've ever had. And so there was, I think there was a lot of, um, the difference with coaching a team like that is a lot of the fundamental stuff has kind of already been established. And, and these girls especially have played together since like the Royce, you know, days that yeah. parents pass around pictures every once in a while of them, like as as eight year olds, all on the same team, and it's it's crazy to think about. Um, but 
in terms of, of the coaching, I think they already had a great base. And it, it, it's fun as a coach to only have to work on kind of the higher level things and, um, and the, the more sophisticated things that you have to do to get to that to that next level. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to miss this group of seniors. They've, they've been with me, I feel like, um, for almost the whole time that I've been here because we do so much with our youth players. Um, but they're, <laughs> they're a lot of fun to coach. They are. 16 seniors. 16. Well, I mean, that's that's it's 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 that double-edged thing because it's great now and then you miss it next season so how are you navigating through oh my god we're not going to have them after now but you want to make one more fantastic run with these seniors yeah I, I every once in a while i do think about that i try not to um but but part of what like we've done with with this group through the younger players who are on our team right now but even with the jv and the freshman teams and, and below we yeah. do a uh, summer camp where our players will come and work it. And I always tell the girls that they're kind of like the, uh, I don't know, the, the cultural architects of the next generation. And so when we have them come coach with the, the younger girls, they're teaching them the same principles that I'm teaching them, uh, whether it's to tuck in their shirt or how to receive a ball or whatever it might be. So I do feel like there's, there's going to be a legacy from this group yeah. um, that's felt not just below you know, with the juniors, but, but it's kind of felt all the way through the program because this group especially has been very, very active in helping with all of that stuff that we do outside of just our own team. Um, but yeah, it is, it's a little depressing to think about losing 16 seniors. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I mean, but it, I mean this, is, this has got to make this season truly special. Do you get that sense of urgency from your 16 seniors? Do you get that feel that this is it for them? Can you sense that on the field that they, they want it all because because this is this is the top you know this is this is it yeah absolutely just took the words right out of my mouth i was going to say there's a sense of urgency um <laughs> anytime i bring up senior night or the fact that you know hey we're on the the final stretch of our season here i think half the girls well up because they're they love playing so much and they love the program so much um, that they get emotional about it but um yes they they know what's in front of us they set a goal in the beginning of the year to um, get ourselves into the sectional final and win, yeah. um, which would be the first time we'd done that since 2008. Um, and yeah, they do. They feel the urgency of now. There's no question. We're here with John McCloskey, the head coach of the varsity West Genesee girls soccer team for the Wildcats. And of course, myself, Dan Satora, Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, live on Facebook.com backslash live now DT. The show is Monday through fr Friday right here and on mixlr.com backslash wake up call. DT from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, we're here every month at the Wildcat. John, this is your first time sitting in with me. What do you want the community to know about West Genesee Wildcats girls soccer? What are those key things that you would just love to share with the world? That we do things the right way. That we, we want girls to be successful in the classroom. We want them to be successful on the field. And we want them to be successful everywhere else in between, whether that's being a good family member, um, getting a job and being a, a dependable worker. It's yeah. not just about the soccer. I think sometimes I'm so intense about the game that, that people might think that that's how I see things, but it's not. Um, we try to develop kids in a holistic way, teach them how to be competitive and that it's okay to be competitive. Yeah. Um, but I mean, sports, sports are here because they teach you things about life. My dad always told me that. Yeah. And, and I always have tried to carry that on in my, in my coaching is um, whether it's adversity, whether it's dealing with success, whether it's um, dealing with injuries or whatever it might be, it, it just offers so many opportunities for you to develop life skills. 
and I guess if there was one thing I wanted the community to know, it's that that's how we view our job, that's how we view our program. Yeah. You talk about sports teaching about life. The tagline of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora has always been where sports meets life. So what can you say about the life lessons you learned from sports? I think to value to value your health. If anybody's ever been injured as an athlete, it stinks. And you learn really quick how much you love the game when you're out. Um, the value of hard work, when I got to college, I, I really took my, uh, my conditioning seriously for the first time and, and it was incredible how much better I got. And how that translates to life is, is really simple. It's like if you, if you put your mind to something and you put in the time and the hard work, you, you're gonna have success, you just are. Um, those are the big lessons that I've learned in my life, but also also overcoming adversity in general, whether you're down in a game or you've lost a couple games in a row. Um, some people fold and some people don't. And, and I think sports teaches you that, you know, when, when life hits you, you got to hit back and you got to stand back up and, and fight. Um, so, yeah. So how to get back up again, that coming from coach John McCloskey. John, I think it's time before we get your captains on to put you on the hot seat, but when we play rapid fire, I'm fair. I don't know any other broadcaster that does this, but I put you on the hot seat, but I let you put me on the hot seat. Okay. So I get interviewed instead okay. of just interviewing. So okay. with that being said, you and I are here, just you and I, before we get the team up here. So you can ask me four. I'm going to ask you four. Okay. So I, my first question for you, if anybody could play you in a movie about your life, who would it be and why? I know his name. I'm trying to remember it. The guy who was in uh, the Batman movie. Um, ben Affleck. No, 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 no. The uh, he was he was the Robin in the Christopher Nolan ones. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right. Somebody once told me once that I kind of looked like him. I took it as a great compliment. Okay, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. All right, fair enough. You can ask me one now. We'll go okay. back and forth. Um, best interview you've done with a West Tennessee coach besides me. Best interview I've done. That that's not fair. I like them all. It's not fair. You know what? I'll say. I'll say this because we we had a conversation about it, and so West Genesee coaches, when you watch this, and if you're watching it right now, you know I care about you all. So that's a that's the preface, and that's not a political answer. That's the truth. So, and Stafford, don't get mad at me when I say this because I followed them both. But when West Genesee boys basketball won their first ever state championship. I told you what Fred said. So I, I went up to Fred and I said, congratulations. And he looked at me and he was kind of like laughing, almost crying. And he grabbed me and he gave me a big hug. And I said, this is awesome that you're a state champion. And he put his arm around me and he said, no, we are state champions because you've been with us the entire ride. So if this is ours, then you get it too, Dan. Yeah, and I, I'll never forget that. I, so. just, I just this golf game, but Coach Ken is a great guy. It doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. Yeah. He, he pulled me, and I said, you treat me like part of the family. He's like, we treat you as what you are. So I'm going to have to give props to Fred Kent for that. And he knows that. Now you owe me dinner, Fred. So there you go. Question number two in rapid fire would be, I'm wondering what some of the, what some of the girls would want to ask you. Oh, God, I don't want to know. But let me think here. All right, you know what? This is this is a this is an interesting one. So let's not talk. You got food and you got water, okay? So you have that on a deserted island. Now you know what? I'm going to change it up because we do the deserted island before. So we're in a bunker, 
Okay? Think MacGyver. Okay. You're in a bunker. You've been captured. You have a toothpick, a rubber band, and pepper spray. How do you get out? I'm in a bunker. Toothpick. You're in a bunker. Pepper spray, rubber band. Yeah. Um, I throw away the toothpick and the rubber band. I knock on the door, tell the whoever that I have to use the bathroom, and then I pepper spray them, and then I run. All right. That's not a, that's not a bad choice. Yeah. It's not bad. Or you could, you could fake an injury with a toothpick or something like that, you know, and then they'd have to come in knowing that you were actually well, hurt. I, I faked an injury before, so I could do that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. I like it. That was a good answer. What's, what's your second one for me? Okay. Um... Well, I've heard that you do impressions, so yeah. what's your best impression, and can you give us a taste? Oh, okay. Well, I've done a lot. I've been doing them since I was a kid, so I keep adding them, and I work on them a lot. Okay. But the two that people ask me to do the most are Mickey Mouse and Donald Trump. So, All right, girls, who should we ask for? Trump do you want Mickey, Mickey Mouse or Donald Trump? Mickey Mouse. Okay, so they want Mickey Mouse. Okay, Mickey Mouse. Okay. All right, you got to close your eyes for this, though. You got to believe that this is him, okay? Oh, boy, who's my pal? Come here, Pluto. <laughs> wow, that was pretty good. Thank you. I worked for Disney, too, so okay. it's helpful. Yeah. Was that good? Does that pass the test, oh, ladies? Applause, girls. Okay. Round of applause, yeah. Does that pass the test? Oh, boy, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, so that was your question to me. So yep. I have the third one. All right, so what is your best hidden talent? My best hidden talent? Yeah. Um, hmm. I'd say operating on not much sleep okay. as a teacher and coach because I have two young kids. I didn't always have it, but I've developed it the last couple of years. How old are the kids? Uh, my son, Mike, is two. My daughter, Shay, is four. They're running around here somewhere. So I don't have kids yet, but I'm going to test this theory, so just go with me on this. They keep you up, right? Especially yep. when they're babies, they wake you up in the yep. middle of the night. So wait until they're teenagers, and they want to sleep in on the weekends, and then just buy some cymbals and just start smashing them right. Just open the door and just do that, and then if they get mad at you, you say... You did this to me for over a year when you yeah. were a baby. The only problem is, is I, I coach a bunch of teenage girls, and I already know that I'm going to be afraid of my teenage daughter someday. So You're going to be I afraid of Yeah, I don't know if I'll have the, the courage to do something like that. I think you should do it. I'll do it for you. They can't get mad at me, right? So what is your... Okay, so that was to you. Yep. So then, is this the final? Oh, no, this is this to me. This is your third. third. All right, go ahead. Third. Uh, so... So you're somebody who obviously interviews a lot of sports figures around the area and, and yes. globally and nationally or whatever, but um, what's your background in sports as an as a athlete yourself? I played basketball from when I was seven, organized, and I obviously played guard because I'm tall. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at 5'8", I played guard. But I was always a three-point shooter. It's always been my thing. My range was everywhere. I hated to run, but I can shoot. Okay. So if I condition, like the God-given talent is shoot from anywhere. Me was go on the court and run. But if you hand me a basketball, I'll run for hours. So give me a comp to a, a current NBA player. A comparison to a current NBA player. Mm. Or college. Oh, it's tough. 
I would, you know what? I'd probably, I'd say right now, Buddy Beheim. Okay. Because he's got the range, but he also can go inside and shock you a little bit, and then he plays scrappy defense, and I was always, I, w- I always prided myself on being able to stop someone that was like a head taller than me. Okay. Because you have to anticipate all their moves, because you yep. have to jump well before they do, because yep. obviously they have height, so... And one of my friends is a head taller than me, so he kind of, us practicing together and we played our whole lives, it taught me how to anticipate people. Yep. So, and he hated that when I finally caught up to that. <laughs> but I did get, I got recruited D3 and I was happy with that. So, cool. and I wasn't get, get recruited D1 at 5'8", so yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that. Well, that's all right. There is a couple 5'8", guys. Chris likes the place for Miami's 5'8". Yeah, so. not many though, not many. No, Muggsy Bobes, Muggsy some Bobes, of those guys. Nate Robinson. My last question for you, Coach to get you off the hot seat is what is one thing you would change about today's world if you became the president of the United States in 2020 and you're sitting in the Oval Office and you can make any decision, nothing holds you back, what is the first thing you do? This is easy. Um, Regulate cell phone use. No cell phones during school hours. Or during dinner, that would be my that would be my during dinner. You know what they say? Families that eat together, like families that actually sit down and eat together, that's where you see the kids grow up well, and there's morals and values. Yes. So we still do that. Papa Joe and Mary, my family down in Florida, when we sit at dinner, it's only family time, no electronics, and it's about us and and our day, and that's it. Yep. As a teacher, I can tell you cell phones are definitely a a major distraction for kids. I I get it. It's a part of our lives today, but that's that's what I would do. All right. Fair enough. Final question before we get your captains up here. Okay. Um, Hmm. One sports figure you could interview that you haven't, who would it be? One sports figure I can interview that I haven't, who would it be? I crossed a lot off my bucket list, so I'm happy. I would say, because Tom Coughlin was my, my white whale, Roy Williams, Coach K, obviously Jim Beheim, uh, Floyd Little, Jim Brown, they've all been on. So I would say, I'm going to pick somebody that's living. Hmm. I guess it could be somebody who's passed. If it's somebody that's passed, it's easy. It's Ernie Davis. Hmm. If it's somebody that's living, I'm trying to think. I had Tom Izzo, too, and I appreciated that. So, who am I going to pick? You know what? I finally got to interview Dabo Sweeney, and we talked about his faith. One of the most favorite things I've ever gotten to do. I've been on the same field as Nick Saban, but I've never sat down with him. So, I'd like to sit down with Nick Saban and talk to him. And I would also like to sit down with Bill Belichick and ask him why he's still Oscar the Grouch after all these championships and why he's the miserable troll that guards yeah. the bridge. Yep. Because he should smile more. People say behind, like off camera, that he's got a lot more personality, but I don't know if I believe it. I hope he does, because I can honestly say that Beheim's interview that's going to be coming up on the show, I got him to laugh. And so people think that that's like, that's, that's, a, miracle. that's yeah. a victory, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like if I can get Bill Belichick to smile, which I'm sure will cause him pain, it would be something nice to do. Yeah, I agree. So for John McCloskey and myself, Dan Tortora, we're going to take a step aside. We're coming back with the captains. West Tennessee Girls Soccer, show some love for your coach. Show him some love. There it is. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. We'll talk with you guys soon. Stay here on Facebook. We'll be back in just a moment from the Wildcat Sports Club.
All right, once again, that coming from John McCloskey, the head coach of the West Genesee Wildcats girls soccer varsity team. Always appreciates having West Jenny every single month at the Wildcats Sports Pub. We have two this month, so we had West Genesee girls soccer. We will have West Genesee football coming up on October 24th at 6.30 p.m., which is on a Thursday, so very excited for that and always appreciating having West Genesee out there to spend some time with us and appreciate the families and the friends, the boosters, the alumni, the you know fellow students and student athletes and teammates and everybody that comes out to support it. We always pack the pack the Wildcat. It's uh, it's an amazing it, it, to be in our third year of the show and to see what's happened has been truly remarkable. So thank you to West Genesee, and we're going to take a, a step aside here and get into the captains. We have a trio from the West Genesee girls soccer team coming up next. Emma Nelson as well as Chrissy Van Allen and Ani Castro are all coming up right after this fast break. So let's hop into that and then we'll get right in to we'll hop into the fast break and then we'll get right into what's coming up here on the broadcast. I'm very excited that we're going to be able to continue this West Genesee girls soccer special here this morning and thank you to West Jenny girls soccer and as well as everyone in the athletics department at West Jenny for helping to make this possible and we will be back with them in just a moment here where sports meets life on Facebook live facebook.com backslash live now DT as well as mixlr.com backslash wake up call DT where you're listening in right now. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. We're back here with the West Genesee Wildcats girls soccer team. Can you give them a round of applause one more time? We had coach, now we have players up here. Captains. The captains. Uh-oh, where's coach? That was much more love for them than you, coach. Much more. So we are here with Chrissy Van Allen, Ani Castro, and Emma Nelson. So, Emma, I'm going to start with you. Thoughts on this year's team? There's obviously been some good success here at this point. We're coming to the tail end. Just what your thoughts are about this season so far. I'm just um, really proud of how all the girls have been doing so far. I think that no matter what sport you play, there's always ups and downs on the team. But for me, this soccer team this year is really like a family. And through those ups and downs, are like everybody just comes together and we make sure everybody gets through it. And I just think the season's going pretty good so far. 
Fair enough. So you feel like this is a family? Yes. 16 seniors. Yeah. What is that like on the team? It's it's big. Like last year we had um <laughs> last year we had three seniors yeah. and this year we have 16 and it's just going to be um a big difference when everybody leaves. So, but it's it's a lot of us. We've all been playing since we were like younger together. Yeah. And it's just now we're here in our senior year and it's just way different than I was expecting. It's just like now that it's here I'm just like, "Whoa." Like it's senior year. Do you have that? If I ask coach about if there's that sense of urgency, one more run at this thing. Do you do you get a sense for that? Yeah, definitely. I um, I just like when it comes to the high school season with the girls. I just you it's, you don't really realize that it's your last time until so we have our senior night. Yeah. On Wednesday, and that game is our last like league game, and. It's those games every year usually hit us hard, but I think with the 15 other girls on my team that are in the same grade as me, and then we're all going to leave, it's just a big, big difference in the way we're going to play, and I hope it just really stands out for us that night. So. Absolutely. All right, Ani, I'm going to ask you this now. Your thoughts on 16 seniors? What's life like? Um, I think I agree very closely to what Emma said. It's a lot like a family. You know, every day I come to practice. I'm really excited to see everyone and in the halls. Even we just welcomed Eva, the freshman from JV, and just seeing her in the halls every morning just makes me so happy. So it's not it's not just on the field that our love and our family, you know, is, but it's also in the classroom and just like outside of school as well. And like Emma said, we've been playing together since we were like Wysa, so like six and seven years old. So yeah. to see that love carry from such a young age and still foster growth till now is incredible. For you, this team and this last run, what's it, what's it felt like? Is it emotional? Oh, very much so. I think, like, when I was little, my dad was one of the coaches of Wysa, so... Oh, just make sure you... So, they so like, coming from now, from then to now, it's been insane. And it hasn't really... I don't think it's hit me yet, and I think it's probably going to hit me hard senior night or maybe even when it's all over and it's going to be too late. But I think... It, it like little things throughout the season have really made a difference like when Emma came back from her injury I was like oh my gosh like she's back and I just like little things get me so excited and Chrissy being back today she told me she's back and I was so excited so it's the little things that, that you don't think mean the most but they really do welcome back Chrissy <laughs> thank you <laughs> what's it what's it feel like long road yeah yeah <laughs> so tell me about the road back to being able to be active and be here? Um, it was an experience. I mean, being on the sideline, I got to see a whole different side of the game and everything. Now that I'm back, I'm trying to just push through it, and the girls are really supportive with me right now. There's 16 seniors you've heard your teammates talk about, your fellow captains. What's, what's that like playing together for so long and, and now having this opportunity to have one more run? It is such a special experience. Uh, we're called the Sweet 16 Seniors, just because there's so many of us. Um, I've known these girls my entire life. They've been my best friends growing up ever since we were little. I can remember the Friday nights when we would just go to our middle school to play soccer together, and we're still here doing that. This year is just even more special to us. Playing together through High school is one thing, but 
what did you say, seven, eight-year-old? I mean, like, forever. It's been forever. I mean, that's got to create some of the best bonds in the world. I mean, how would you describe that? I mean, from being a little kid to knowing college is right around the corner. Thinking about college right now, we're all sad about it. We know we're not, <laughs> we're not all going to be together. I know some of us want to try to stay together, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got someone it, crying. It's pretty fun being here right now, ever since we were little, sticking together through it all. Anna, what would you say about the fact that it's seemingly been forever that you've been on the field together? I think it's definitely helped foster a lot of chemistry. Like, I know, like, even in the offseason during club and when we were little, we were always building chemistry. So, like, even at school, we were always seeing each other. So we were always together. Yeah. And so I think that's something that's definitely contributed to our success um, this year and last year. So I think it's going to be weird to see, like, if people do pursue to play in college, how they're going to try to start new in a way because they don't have... Because, like, I've always played, with, like, with everyone. So it's just you know they're there. And it's a sense of comfort almost. Yeah. So I think college, in a way, it'll be a good start a good new start but it'll be definitely weird in a way absolutely emma what would you say about pretty much playing almost your whole life with the same people i think it's um now that we're looking at colleges for example yesterday i was at an id camp for geneseo and i was just i was on the fields and i was like playing soccer with these girls i'm like it just it just feels different and it's like, and then I think back to my team and I'm like, oh, like, I want to take her with me. I want to take Ani with me. Like, I want to take Chrissy with me. Like, I just don't want to leave them. And it's just, you build up, like, such a strong chemistry with all the girls. And then it's, it's just like, now I'm leaving it. But, like, and you just don't want to. And it's just, it's, it's tough, but you got to make it last as long as you can. Are y'all getting emotional? Because it feels emotional. <laughs> Like it, it does. I can like I can feel it in the air. It's getting heavy over here. Yeah. I mean, do you do you cry? Is there, are there tears in the locker room already during the oh, season? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Every day. <laughs> so you kind of have to win it all this year, right? Yes. We're hope. Yeah. <laughs> how confident? Yeah, I'll start. I'm gonna go down the line here, but I'm gonna start with you. How confident are you in this year's team? I'm very confident. Like I said, since we've been playing together for ever. Even the girls who are younger, like they just they come on the field and they can just bond with us as much as we bond with each other. And I think that this year it's just I mean, as the seasons progress, like we've just gotten better and we've gotten tighter with everybody and it's just I think we're gonna be we're gonna keep going through with the season. I mean, what do you think? I think we definitely have the capability to go very far this year and I think it we definitely still have a lot of work to do like coach Arnell always says it's constant never-ending improvement so I think we still have to keep our eyes on the prize but we still have a lot of work to do but I think we definitely have the potential to make stuff happen. Chrissy you're back so you got a chance to not be on the sideline with us anymore how dangerous is this team right now? I mean they're always dangerous no matter what the strength we have in this team there's so much we have so much depth within us and no matter what who's on the field we're always going to show up so i'm going to ask you a question that is not a rapid fire question but it's going to feel like it and i'm going to start with chrissy how would you describe head coach john mccloskey 
Yeah, he came out of nowhere. He's right there. <laughs> Always watching. How would you describe him? Coach McCluskey is a great coach. I've had a lot of coaches in my life, and he is such a great one. He is always encouraging us girls. He's always pushing us no matter what during practices and games, but he's always there. He's always like a friend to us, and he always just pushes us. Okay. Kind words. Ernie. Head coach John McCluskey, who would you describe him? Um, I would describe him as definitely a force on and off the field. You know, if you mess up, I can definitely hear him. But I know that everything he does is to make to make all of us better. And, you know, whether it be playing Hamilton or, you know, just making us run, it's definitely just to make us better in the long run. Yeah, fair enough. Emma, what would you say about Coach? Coach McCluskey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's been there through a lot of our years. Um, especially starting in early middle school and stuff. You know, I always looked up. He would always have the varsity girls. I'm doing this out. because people are, like, totally into what you're saying. So I'm just, I'm videoing everybody. Wave, people. Act like, you, act like you're having a good time, having some fun. There's Coach. There's Coach. We're being nice to Coach. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to show everyone's waiting on your every word. And they laughed when you started. So... Do you have a beef with Coach? Is there a beef? <laughs> no, no. There's a little no. beef? Okay. I'm sorry. Maybe a little bit. But, um, <laughs> um, just, he always makes sure you feel welcomed on the team yeah. as a player, as a student, as a teammate. And it's just, it's just, it's something that you need here and there. And, um, I, like, on the field, off the field, like Ani said, he's just always there for you. And, he pushes you through things, even if you feel like you can't get through it. Fair enough. I think that deserves a round of applause. Can we, can we clap up, Coach? That's nice. I like that. I'm going to turn the table here, and Coach is right here if he disagrees. So I'm going to start with you, Emma. How would Coach describe you? Um, a rock. A rock. All right. All right. Okay. I'm a very um competitive and well. I I stay on my feet a lot, okay. and I take girls out a lot. So I mean, okay. I'm a more physical player. Okay. A rock. I like it. Ani, how would coach describe you? Um, I think coach would describe me very much as a mental player. Sometimes I get too much in my head, but I think that's why. Like he's always been there to like kind of talk me down and like talk me through things, which has definitely helped. All right. Chrissy, how would Coach describe you? We have a rock and we have mental. <laughs> how, would coach <laughs> how would Coach describe you? Um, I would say a mentor, I guess. Um, mentor, okay. <laughs> um, we brought a new player on our team this year, uh, Eva, and I guess I kind of am helping taking her in and everything. Um, welcoming her on the team as well as everyone else. Okay, fair enough. I think right before we go to rapid fire in the hot seat, this one should be an easy one. Chrissy, I'm going to start with you. What does it mean to be a West Genesee Wildcat? Um, I mean, it's great. I wouldn't want to be in another school. We are such a big family here. I know no matter what, they're always going to be here for me. If I don't have a ride to practice, someone will just come to my house, pick me up. 
whenever someone doesn't have a snack, they'll come to my house, get some food. <laughs> no matter what, we're all here for each other. Fair enough. Annie, what does it mean to be a West Tennessee Wildcat? Um, I think it means that, like Chris said, we're just a one big family, and I think that that definitely correlates on and off the field. Like seeing Coach McCluskey and Coach Ross both in the hallways and just in between classes and <laughs> it's definitely been interesting and I love having them at the school just because if I ever need to talk to them in the middle of the day they're there and I think that definitely it definitely shows what our team is like they're always there for each other. Fair enough. Emma what does it mean to be a West Tennessee Wildcat? I think it means a lot so people see you in many different areas in school on the field and being in a sport a lot of people usually know your name so if you're wearing West Tennessee apparel outside of school like people are gonna see who you are and they're gonna know who you are and if you have to represent yourself in a way that shows that like you're a good West Tennessee Wildcat and that you have potential and that you take responsibility and you're a good person so yeah I like it yeah. it's time for the hot seat <laughs> Three questions apiece for me to you, and then you each get to ask me three. So, fair is fair. Emma, I'm going to start with you, because you have the microphone. Okay. So, you can choose one of these things, but you have to do it for the rest of your life. You're going to be a comedian. <laughs> Somebody say eat. <laughs> yeah, that is accurate. Okay. So, you can be a comedian. I was going to go along those lines. You can either be a comedian, a chef, or a pilot. Which one do you think you would be the best at for the rest of your life? I mean, I think a lot of people want me to say chef because I eat a lot, but like, <laughs> okay. I, I can make ramen noodles. Okay. Um, that's all I can make, so I want to say comedian. Okay. You make people laugh, so that's fine. Yeah. I'll give it to you. All right, I like it. All right, Ali, my question for you. It's a three-part question. Oh, gosh. Okay. This is one of my favorite ones to ask. I don't think it's that hard. I think it's fun. But you got a lot of teammates, so they're probably going to be hoping that you say them. You can go anywhere in the world. Where do you go on a trip? One person you take you know, and one celebrity. Where do you go? Who do you take that you know, and what celebrity? Oh, and I'm gosh. already hearing people threaten you, so. Oh, my gosh. Um... Where would I go? Uh, well, this, I think two years ago we went to Italy, and that was a lot of fun. So I'd probably go back. Okay. Because it was just beautiful. We went on a school trip, and I would probably would take Julia Matessio. And let me, okay, don't be hurt. Let me explain myself. She is one of, <laughs> she is very resourceful. <laughs> she always has snacks, tissues, and anything I need. Water, food, just the whole lot. So she'd have my back. Okay. And celebrity-wise, um, so she's taking you because you're a Swiss Army knife, basically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know. One celebrity. celebrity. <laughs> don't say Kardashian. Oh, Just gosh, don't say. no. Thank you. I need, like, a low-key celebrity that won't draw attention. Okay. Kevin Hart? <laughs> 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 she said Kevin Hart. <laughs> Okay, I'll bring Kevin Hart. Why are we both things All right, Kevin Hart. All right. All right, fair enough. Chrissy, what... Okay, if you were running for office right now, you're, you were going to be the president of the United States. What would be your tagline? Um, 
got to rhyme. Come on, Chrissy. It has to rhyme? No, it doesn't, <laughs> have, it doesn't have to rhyme. It's got to fit on a small board. Have fun. <laughs> right. Chrissy's like Chrissy the Van Allen. Have fun. I like it. I like it. It's fair. All right, well, you get to ask me the first one then, since we're going back around. Um, throughout your life, who, is, who has inspired you the most? My grandmother, G-Mama. And I'm going to ask you to clap it up for her because she was a hundred and a half, almost 101. She passed away. She's up in heaven now. I know she's with me. And she plays a lot of jokes on me still. So she is the best person in the world because she taught me that morals and values and who you are and how you treat people is the most value you have in the world and keeping your word. So if you are a good person, it'll eventually come back. She got paid 10 times over to live as long as she did. So I think that my grandmother, my grandmother was the epitome of if you do right in this world, you will eventually reap the benefits not only here but after that. So shout out to G Mama. All right. Um, go ahead. Um, as you know, a lot of us are seniors, 16 of us. Yes. Um, what advice would you give to us going into college? Oh, I like this one. So my, my advice, okay, so what I've learned, I've learned a lot of stuff in life. So I would tell you that being yourself is the most important thing that you have to remember. It is not about being cool. It is not about being in fashion or in style or in whatever. It's not about following the crowd. The only people that have changed the world are the people that have been willing to not follow the crowd, go their own direction, and pave the way for other people. They created the roads that people take now. So instead of being someone that takes the road that's already paved, make it yourself, be who you are, and don't apologize for being proud of who you are. That's what I would say. If you had one last experience to ever do in life, what would it be? One last experience? Yeah, and it could be anything. Okay. So the last thing I'm going to do on this planet? Yep. Wow. Mm, that's deep. You said you are going to go, baby. You did. So I haven't done this yet. I would say be a father. I have a dog. I have a puppy. Her name is Lily. So she's a good kid. But I, I would like to leave a legacy as, as a dad. Yeah. I would. I would like to... I would like to be able to have the opportunity to be some, you know, be that person that, that somebody looks to for that guidance because I have really good parents and grandparents, so yeah. that would be really cool to be the last thing that I do. Yeah. But hopefully that's not because I want to live a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, I'm, I'm going to, my second one for you, that was so deep. Now I can't be like, you can pick any popcorn in the world. Okay. So. You know what? I do like this one. I don't know if it makes any sense, but I like it. What cereal best describes you and why? Um, Fruit Loops. Okay. <laughs> and why? Because I feel like even though everybody says like all the colors are the same taste and like flavor, they're different. They all right? represent something different. Right, they're different. It's so deep. <laughs> and I have deep. many different colors. It's very deep today. 
It's an emotional conversation. I think you're all going to go back to the locker room and cry tonight. I really do. All right, Ani. My second question for you. What is one song that you cannot listen, like it would be torture. If they played this song for you, you would, you would just give up whatever they wanted to know. If they put you in an interrogation room and played the song over and over, you'd be like, please stop and I'll do whatever you want. What song? Last year, we went through a phase where all we played was Baby Shark, and I think if I heard that again, yeah, I know. Whose fault was that? No, our coaches. And I think, like, I would just, like, forfeit. Like, I couldn't. Well, can I tell you something? If you, if you were at the Dome for Syracuse's last game, they played Baby Shark, and Syracuse turned the ball over. So they got in trouble. The ref, the ref called the play, and it changed everything. So just so you know, whenever Baby Shark is played, bad things tend to happen. I mean... Right? Yeah. Okay. I think we can agree. And this is cereal now. It is a cereal. Okay, Chrissy. Chrissy, what is one piece of advice that you would leave in a time capsule for the, for the world? Like right now in this moment, if you could leave something in a time capsule, what would the advice be? To make every day the best day. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Are we doing guys? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, why not? Make every day the best day. He said advice. He said advice. Yeah. <laughs> right in the capsule. <laughs> All right, Chrissy, what's your second one for me? If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, man. <laughs> I the okay, so I would say teleportation or flying, but I actually, because I've known way too many people that have gone through cancer and just things that are really hard to fight, I would like to have the power to take someone's disease away from them and just take it like just take it out of them and have it disappear. So I would like the power to heal is what I would say. Alright, I'm gonna go deep. I'm gonna go deep with this one. Oh I'm going deep again. Yep. Okay. Do you have any regrets in life? You said you're gonna ask me. Or what's this. the biggest regret I should say? My biggest regret. I have something funny I would say, but I really I, honestly I don't live with regret. I everything every bad decision I made made me a better person and every good decision I made made me a better person so I don't regret anything I would just say to myself if I could go back in time don't worry so much and enjoy the moment because I tended growing up to look ahead and now I tend to look what, what's, what's right in front of me so I would, I would tell myself to enjoy the moment I guess if I said anything alright Emma what's your question for me if you could, what year would you go back to? What year? Yeah. Oh. I go back to 1985 and hold myself as a baby. Because <laughs> uh, that, that's supposed to like change everything. Exposed, like You're not supposed to meet yourself. So I feel like, <laughs> no, really, in all honesty, I would, go, I would go back and find baby Hitler and make him disappear. No, I'm, I'm kidding. So... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd want to go back to dinosaurs. I really would. I'd want to go back to dinosaur time. I want to, I'd want to train a velociraptor to let me ride on it. That's what I would do. <laughs> so I know that that was three very strange answers, but you asked for it, so that's your fault, Emma. I did. I did. Okay. My final question for you, Emma, is... Hmm, that's tough. And you know what? I'm going to stick with dinosaurs. What dinosaur... Would you rather train a Velociraptor, a T-Rex, or 
I'm trying to think of the name of it. I can't remember the name of it. Or it's pterodactyl, because they, yeah, they're vicious, too. So they're all vicious. Which one would you rather train to learn? Pterodactyl flies. Velociraptor is the one that runs around and they're like, they're smaller. T-Rex has small arms. T-Rex. T-Rex-Y. Because, like, have you, what's that movie? Wait. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah. It's, the T-Rex is seen as a vicious and, like, mean. Yeah. And I would train it to be more, not, like, nice, but, like, just change the way people view it. Okay. And like it's 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 bigger, so like if you can change it to be something that's nicer and stuff, like yeah. it can be a more powerful. Animal. So we change the hearts and minds of people on T Rex. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Annie. What's one thing? Let's say your family is out of the burning building. Everybody you care about's out. You can take two material things out of the building. What are you taking? I mean, my dog. Did my dog make it out? Cause I your dog made it. It's part of the family. So. Probably like photo albums and old videos, because I love watching those and just making fun of my brother as a little kid. I'm sitting here thinking it was nostalgic, and it's no, nice like to make that fun. too. But okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can make fun of your brother and always have the ammo. Okay, fair enough. Chrissy. Yes. <laughs> what celebrity would you change lives with for a day? because you think that you need to show them how to be a better person? All the Kardashians, good night. <laughs> that's right. That's true, that's true. I, I like that, that nobody here likes the Kardashians. You make me very happy. I don't always have that. Some, I think one of the other teams tried to push the Kardashians on us. So which one would you change lives with to make their life to try and show them a better life. <laughs> I don't know many celebrities, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> okay. Well, who would you, let's put it to you like this. If you could change lives with anyone in the world, pick somebody, pick like an occupation maybe. Someone who you'd want, like an occupation you'd want to be for the day. A surgeon. A surgeon. <laughs> yes. Why? Uh, I don't know. I find it cool what they do, like in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> they cut people open. Okay. So you like to cut people open? Yeah. And we want to change the minds and hearts of T-Rex. Okay. All right. What's your final question for me, Chrissy? Um, if you could play any sport in the world, what would it be, other than basketball? I could play any sport. I love football. See, the thing is, I love football, but it is so dangerous. But I'm going to make you all happy because I have Italian, Hispanic, and Sudanese blood. And being Italian and Hispanic, obviously we know that they know how to play soccer. I never played as a kid. I always played basketball. And maybe that was, I can't say it's a regret, but if I could go back in time, I would have played soccer. Because I feel like it's just like, in your, if you're Italian or Spanish, like it's in your blood. So I would play soccer. And I love the sport of soccer, and I love, like as, I, as I've grown older, I just like watching it a lot, so. I would say soccer, because I respect I respect the heck out of what you guys. I don't think anybody, besides track and field, who runs more than, I mean, you know, soccer's crazy, especially outside men's and whatnot. So, okay, so yeah, soccer. Annie, what's your final question for me? If you had to watch a movie every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? A movie every day for the rest of my life. 
It's gotta be a, it's gotta be a comedy. I do like Aladdin. It's gotta be a comedy. Mm, mm, mm. Wedding Crashers. I really like Wedding Crashers. Or or the or the uh, the internship with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Because Vince Vaughn has running stream of consciousness and I, I tend to have that too. So I would say that that would be fun to if I could watch that movie because they always find a way to make me laugh no matter how much I see it. Alright, Emma, what's your final one? What is your most unforgettable memory? Unforgettable memory? I would say unforgettable memory. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose my grandpa's because they both passed away when I was six. My grandfather actually my my G mama that I talked about, her husband passed away twenty seven years ago today. So uh, I would say going to, going anywhere with my grandpa, my my grandpa on my mom's side, because he would never let me leave a store without buying me something. It was just his way. Like he had to get me something, and I'm like, Grandpa, I just want to spend time with you. And I remember one day at Wegmans, he brought me through. We got to the end, and he's like, Oh my God! And you would think like something horrible happened. He's like, Marie. I didn't get Daniel anything. He brought me to every single aisle in the store. And I was like, do you want candy? Do you want a comic book? Do you want that? Like, do you want a tire? Like, he would have, anything. Just like, get something because he wanted me to know that he cared. And then my other grandfather, he built me a swing, like in the basement, it was higher. So he, he said, I want you to be outside with the other kids, but I want you to spend time with me. So by his workbench, he made me a swing so that I could swing there and have like that outside feeling but he could always be with me. And it's almost like they both knew they weren't going to be around that long because the decisions that they made made us spend a lot more time together in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, Chrissy Van Allen, Annie Castro, and Emma Nelson, give them a round of applause. They're awesome. I am Dan Tortora. This is Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We're here every single month. Wildcat Sports Club with the West Tennessee Wildcats girls soccer team. God bless, and let's win some games. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate your Thank time. You. Thank you. Talk with you soon.